guilt from the holy things. Exodus 28, verse 38. What a veil is lifted up by these words, and what a disclosure is made. It will be humbling and profitable for us to pause a while and see this sad sight. The iniquities of our public worship, its hypocrisy, formality, lukewarmness, irreverence, wandering of heart, and forgetfulness of God, what a full measure have we there. Our work for the Lord, its emulation, selfishness, carelessness, slackness, unbelief, what a mass of defilement is there. Our private devotions, their laxity, coldness, neglect, sleepiness, and vanity, what a mountain of dead earth is there. If we look more carefully, we would find this iniquity to the far greater than appears at first sight. Dr. Payson, writing to his brother, says, My parish, as well as my heart, very much resembles the garden of the sluggard, and what is worse, I find that very many of my desires for the improvement of both proceed either from pride or vanity or indolence. I look at the weeds which overspread my garden and breathe out an earnest wish that they were eradicated. But why? What prompts this wish? So that I may walk out and say to myself, In what fine order is my garden kept? This is pride. Or, so that my neighbors may look over the wall and say, How finely your garden flourishes. This is vanity. Or, I may wish the destruction of the weeds because I am weary of pulling them up. This is indolence. So even our desires after holiness may be polluted by ill motives. Under the greenest sods, worms hide themselves. We need not look long to discover them. How cheering is the thought that when the high priest bore the iniquities of the holy things, he wore upon his brow the words, Holiness to the Lord. And even so, while Jesus bears our sin, he presents before his Father's face not our unholiness, but his own holiness. Oh, for grace to view our great high priest by the eye of faith.